What's going on, motherfuckers? Hey, hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Young Minds Podcast. Today hey. we have a special guest. Who's ready to get high? Oh my god, we're getting high on knowledge <laughs> here. We have a boy Jay, the owner, CEO of Hemp Smarts uh, in Massapequa, New York. Is it Massapequa? It you're is Massapequa. Right? Yep. Not Farmingdale. You're on the no. right side. I mean, technically it's Plain Edge, but yeah, Massapequa. Yeah. North Massapequa. Yeah, Plain Edge. Yeah, we'll, we'll use Massapequa. That is a little bit more dignifying. Um, anyway, yes, we go into deep, deep, deep conversation about CBD, THC, um, the two active in, uh, compounds in what people know as cannabis, marijuana, the devil's lettuce, kush. Devil's lettuce. That's yeah. wacky tobacco. Reefer. So we talk about, obviously, we, we mentioned the stigmas behind uh, cannabis and what they used to be and we talk about a lot of the products coming out now mm -hmm. and how most of it is some of it is bullshit it might veer towards a way which is bullshit and what jay doing what jay is doing over here is the real the real cannabis industry mm -hmm. the real yeah the Get real in there good high quality products hell yeah and uh yeah we go over a bunch of different aspects different applications what what it would be used for uh legalization and uh, what to anticipate for the future and a bunch of different fun facts that uh, I think will interest everybody here of all different disciplines. Uh, we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of discussion on entrepreneurship as well, which is also interesting, especially starting a business, especially a storefront in today's today's day and age. I mean, a lot of people are online with their business and you went straight brick and mortar and are kicking ass right now. So it's paying off. We like it. Yeah. So we appreciate that. And uh, guys, we don't want to bore you with the intro, so we're going to yeah, lead you I just want to wrap in. it up and just say that Jay's information is in the show notes down below, his storefront. Also in the show notes is youngmindspodcast.fucking.com. Make sure you click on that and make sure you sign up to our forum. Hell yeah, dot fucking com, by the way. Yeah, no, it's a new thing. You got to do that. <laughs> we're innovators. We're the first to do it. I was just it. about to say we invented it. Hell yeah, we did. Anyways, All right, guys. Enjoy. Enjoy. Wait, what is this feeling in my brain? It feels feels like it's growing. That, my friend, is knowledge. Because you're listening to Young Minds Podcast. Yeah. Uh, this is my first year with Instagram. It's my first year with an iPhone. I've never had an iPhone before or iPad until... Do you have a flip phone? Um, Nokia. No, I have Dude, a Blackberry. Oh, you had a Blackberry till 2017. Till 2018. He's still got Dude, it. this thing is huge. <laughs> Is Wait, it, they, is this new? Like Blackberry no, it's still like makes stuff. Three or four years old. That phone. Wow. No wonder why you're green when we text. <laughs> this like, is Sam's. a computer. Here, Frank, try to hold this thing. Are... What's Blackberry? Um, BBM. Yeah, BBM. I remember in middle school, BBM. everyone had a Blackberry and everyone was BBMing, and I was the only one who wasn't. I had the fucking T-Mobile Sidekick, and everyone's BBMing, and I'm like, "Fuck you guys! Like, just text me. Yeah. Like, why you got to be cool and BBM? Yeah, yeah. They had BBM. I had a. Uh, I had like a, that, uh, the hell is that thing called? It's not a sidekick, but it was just like the one that just goes straight up. And just, then there's a keyboard. It was one it was of the just, first phones to have a full keyboard, right? Yeah, it was like an LG something. And it's just, mm -hmm. and then that was all I could do. Front, back, front, back, front, back. You could do the flips. They could do the BBM. Dude, I had the, like the little thumb just flick slide. and the whole phone was like, sa, sa, sa. <laughs> and you were like, so cool. Yeah. yeah. Blackberry came out with a new phone. It's like the iPhone, but this part is a keyboard. So it's actual touchscreen all the way up, and then the bottom part is keyboard. Hmm. So, interesting. welcome to the iPhone world. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. <laughs> what? You, you don't have one, though, right? Yeah. No, oh, you does. do. He just said he just got an iPhone this oh, year. Oh, I wasn't. This, this I was is my so... iPhone. Ah! <laughs> I was so blo Oh, it's a 5? Yeah. That's adorable. Oh. 
prepaid, hundred bucks, twenty bucks a month. Ah, okay. Damn, you're not gonna right. ask questions. Ironically, right. it's almost four twenty. <laughs> the time? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I did want to get into some real quick about you, a little okay. background about what got you into CBD or okay. cannabis, maybe, maybe just cannabis in general. And uh, let her rip, bro. Let us know what All got right. you in here. I do take um, the stage. Well, I was a chef for just about 15 years before I started this business. Um, lots of nights and weekends and holidays spent on your feet. In the Mm -hmm. kitchen, working, standing for everything. You eat standing up. You sleep standing up. It's crazy. Yeah, no, chefs uh, chefs work, uh, what, like 70 hours a week? Minimum 70 hours a week. Minimum. Yeah. Because usually they're preparing in the morning, right? mm -hmm. I'm a server right now at night. The chefs are there all day. All day. They come before anyone, start cooking, and they leave the last because they're, you know, waiting for the last table to cook. And then you got to clean up. Then you gotta clean. Yep. So and then you have to make your orders. So it's a lot of a lot of time spent in the kitchen. Usually not the best footwear. Usually on hard ground with no support. So you start to feel it in your legs, in your back, in your knees, your hands, your shoulders, constantly being bent over. Um, your hands for one, tongs, knives, frying pans, <coughs> constantly using your hands. So you're always gripping and. Uh, expanding and contracting mm-hmm. um, so it, it's tough it's definitely a hard business to be in um, I had suffered a complete left knee reconstruction earlier in my childhood before I got into culinary school and started cooking uh, but then staying on your feet you start to really feel the pain um, mm-hmm. having two titanium screws in your knee um, it's not easy definitely feel it in the weather definitely feel it standing uh, it it's rough, and that can lead to many outlets of abuse for relief from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, whether it be big time drug related, whether it be alcohol stimulated, opioids. Right now, yeah, right. Um, after I had my left knee reconstruction, I could have gotten anything from the doctor that I wanted to. They were ready to just give yeah. you whatever right. I wanted. Yeah, whatever I wanted. Cortisone shots, any kind of pills i showed up the first month and i gave my pills back that i had because i didn't take all of them they just mess with you big time yeah and you know now there's studies that are saying pharmaceuticals could be uh obtained into a addictive personality within three days of using them i could totally see that especially like lifestyle now you know, for the most part, people are not satisfied. Yeah, right? so when you so, take one of those hard drugs and you all of a sudden you feel this overwhelming feeling of satisfaction. Yeah, and you just, went through, yeah. and you like just went through such a low from getting hurt, right? So, like, and your maybe, life is already out Maybe even semi-low. such a low for years on end. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this one little pill gives you this incredible feeling like, fuck, I want it forever. Yeah, it's yeah. the feeling of exercise in a pill. It's, it's yeah. unreal because it's the pain relief, the endorphin release in combination after a very stressful period of time. Mm-hmm. So and, those two. And it's seen instantaneously. You know, when I was in the harsh environments of the kitchen, <laughs> one of my fellow cooks um, had gotten into a car accident, and they prescribed him this, um, it was a mild stimulant at the time, but it became highly addictive, tramadol. Um, and He was hooked right away, right? Well, no, he wasn't hooked right away, but it was so much of a relief that, 
it mm. made you feel like you didn't have a care in the world. So he would give me one before service and all of the knee pain, all of the back pain, all of the shoulder pain, all the pain is gone for the whole night. And I'm getting my ass chewed out, 180 covers, and I don't care. I'm quiet. I'm happy because I'm not in pain. Yeah. So it definitely plays a psychological role on the body as well. Yeah. Well, everyone just wants to feel good. You know? Especially when it costs you nothing, right? Like not, not even discovering it. Not even that. I mean, like it costs you none of your time. You know, like exercise cause it costs oh, yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. You know, your determination and your your discipline and all those different things that apply and lifestyle. You need time. Like time this is, is just the bigger one. Go. You know, and this is just like all right. Well, I'm gonna get those feelings in a little white compressed pill, and then in 20 minutes, I'm gonna feel like a fucking. <laughs> bag of diamonds yeah. you know you feel great so, so you brought back this bottle you didn't take any of the medication and, and I, you turned to i'm assuming um well i, I mean at, at first it was regular cannabis um for that uh illegally unfortunately yeah that's how we do it um <laughs> that's how it's done but yeah uh you know as a sleep aid because i would come home from work working 10 11 12 hours and 11, 12, 1 in the morning, and you're wide awake, and you can't fall asleep for anything. So I wouldn't go down the alcohol route and intoxicate myself to where I fell asleep. Yeah. I wouldn't take any pills to falsely make me want to fall asleep, but I found out at that Was that one that's going crazy right now, Ambien? Is that a, the sleeping, yeah. oh, is yeah. that a sleeping mm-hmm. pill, Ambien, yes. that makes you do crazy shit? Yeah, but it's a hypnotic, Yeah. right? So it's like it's something that's going to control your thoughts and the way that they're processed and then numb you to reality and then also play with your sleep cycle so it's putting you in all yeah, these different fucked up medication all different brain so stories as opposed to where you could just smoke a indica natural mm-hmm. grow it in your backyard if you wanted to you ultimately could and it's a natural sleep aid and for um, sorry and for people listening so we'll break down in cannabis what the different strains are what the active chemicals are and what they do um, so in this case, you've mentioned indica. So if you want to, if you could elaborate, um, well, indica, what indica is more of a relaxing strain as opposed to where the sativa is more of a uplifting strain. Mm-hmm. And this See, this is, this is okay. So for me, I don't smoke a lot, I, don't, I actually don't smoke at all in high school. I used to, but right now I don't at all. Um, but I, I completely back it. And for me watching you two about to speak, I love it. Cause I know you're going to get so in depth with it. And the brilliant thing that I see is now that it's become legal and it could be used for medicinal and recreational, we're, f- we're finding out so many things from it. Because when I used to smoke, it wasn't like, oh, you want a strand to like fall asleep better? Take this one. You want this to um, focus better. You don't want to be as high. You want more CBD. Like all these different things. We only have that because of it, its legalization. When I used to buy weed, I was like, yo, bro, I got the best shit right here. This will get you fucked up. And that's yeah. it. Like, that's all That's all there was. But now it's so in-depth, and it's a beautiful thing because you can fine-tune what you're looking for. Right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And given these two strains, your sativa and your indica, you know, you have one. So is it – I was under the impression, and this is in my research, it's saying that indica and sativa are not actually specific strains. They're more – Types of plants, type of uh, cannabis plants that are found in different regions that have just a different skew of THC, the active uh, psychoactive compound that makes you high 
versus the CBD, which is more of the f- the physical numbing of the pain and body high. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just the ratio that is... That plays deep. a role in it, but also what people don't understand is the terpene profiles of the plant mm-hmm. also bring it into, whether it being an indica or a sativa. So now, terpenes yes, are another whole direction also in the cannabis industry. Um, there are over, people say 80, 100, there's over 200 compounds in a cannabis plant. CBD and THC, all the terpene profiles, and all the other cannabinoids that are in it as well. Gotcha. So as you were saying, when it becomes more legal and more acceptable, there are more doorways to do in-depth research, research about yeah. it. And I got a feeling that we are going to find some incredible things about it. No, definitely. And are they, so there's a lot of new ways of ingesting cannabis, right? So whether it be just strictly CBD or it be THC and CBD, Mm -hmm. um, are the terpenes capable of leaving the plant and then falling into an edible or being part of the oils and the waxes and the isolates that we see people smoking or ingesting? Definitely. I wrote a little chart. Each one of these cannabinoids can be extracted in its own solitude. Just like CBD isolate, you can get get CBC isolate, Mm -hmm. CBG isolate. You know, as they do more discoveries, they're finding out more benefits for all of these cannabinoids. So then there are going to be people that are going to extract those and then put them out on the market. Gotcha. So right now the market is CBD. Mm -hmm. In a year to two three years time it's going to be people that want to buy cbd people that want to buy cbc cbg cbn cbdv um and you'll be able to i'm imagining be able to purchase each one of those cannabinoids each geared towards a specific thing so okay. instead of going to the drugstore and buying pepto-bismol for your stomach and a leave for your headaches you'll be able to say hey i want to get some cbc because discoveries have shown that that's better for indigestion and i want to get some more cbdv because that's better for inflammation or whatever the case may be got it, got it. and those are not terpenes they're cannabinoids cbd yes. mm-hmm. okay so as for psychoactive compounds there's just thc and thca and are the two different ones yeah but then there's thcv Mm-hmm. And then it, there's THC Delta 8, THC Delta 9. Okay, I'm, so I'm sure it gets there's into more the weeds. That, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> but okay, okay. Oh, well, back to the chef thing, being in the weeds. Was being yeah, in, yes. In the, in we say it all the time. In the weeds, yeah. What is that? In the restaurant business? Yeah, I mean. When you're in the weeds, it means you have you, you have tickets. so much shit to do right now, you can't even can't even control yourself. You're yeah. like, you uh, don't even know where to start. You're just got like, it, I'm got backed it. up. I'm fucked, and stuff. there's more people coming in right now, and it's they're not stopping. Got it. You don't even know where to be. I hated that. And the 86 that. board gets, gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's like, oh. Yeah. That was the worst. It's, I used to pack food in the back. I used to do to-go orders, so I'd have chefs that would just cook to-go orders for a pizzeria, right? So anything but pizza, calzones, and mm-hmm. whatever, like all the front under-the-glass shit. Mm-hmm. It was like any like pasta, salads, side dishes, main entrees. They would get shoved onto my table without a cap, so like the uh, the chef would cook it, drop it into one of the the Tupperware, and then I'd have to cap it, 
and then bag it and then associate it with the right ticket. And then after a while, the tickets were just shitting out of the machine and they were just hanging off the side. And mm-hmm. the, the I know the the chefs weren't see, weren't reading them. I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna die. And then just that's, shit would yep, start. That's called being in the weeds. Yeah. yeah. So that's the weeds. Yeah. That's, that's the weeds. Okay. Yep. So I've been in the weeds before, guys. And then it's the cool. best is when you go home and try to go to sleep and you swear you're hearing a Dude, printer machine go off. <laughs> I have went to bed after crazy fucking nights and be reciting orders, like reciting food orders to people as I'm like half sleeping, half still awake. Yeah. I, oh, dude, I definitely needed some weed at that point. Yeah. No, I definitely. I need something to fall asleep. <laughs> I didn't have anything. But I definitely want to talk about um, CBD because obviously it is the most trendy product right now, I think. I mean, I'm sure you could back me up with that. Oh, for sure. And I, I want to... I want you to explain what it is and what it does in case someone doesn't know yet. I mean, okay. I feel like it's all over the place. But then I also wanted to explain, <sighs> since you're in the business of selling these products, I know that since it is exploding and since it is the trend, everyone is just claiming to put CBD in everything. And there's actually been a couple of studies where they pulled random CBD items off the shelf and tested them. A third-party um, research facility tested them, and it is shown to have minimal to zero CBD in it. Yet they've marketed on the front like CBD water and there's nothing in it. Oh, that. So I, yeah. wa- I want to know your experience since you have a storefront and you sell all this if you've come across this. Or, I mean, I guess first start with what CBD yeah. is. Sure. Um, first off, it's part of the cannabis plant, uh, dominant in the hemp plant, but also in the other cannabis sativa, pot, marijuana, whatever name Reefer. you want to give it. Um, <laughs> Reefer. Obviously, it's just funny name. Higher in the can in the hemp plant as opposed to the other cannabis plant. Um, it is a natural antibacterial, antifungal, and anti-inflammatory. Um, it does help boost your immune system. It does help regulate sleep patterns. Helps lower cholesterol levels. Um, helping people with uh, psoriasis. It's helping uh, people with motor tics, muscle spasms. Um, joint inflammation, rheumatoid arthritis, uh, the FDA just released a, uh, over the counter, well, not an over the counter, but a, um, FDA approved epileptic medication. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, um, every time someone tells me, um, some product and what it does, I always want to know dosage because dosage is so important because they'll release a study that says, uh, oh, this you know, BCAAs helps with all this stuff. But in the study, the amount of BCAAs was through the roof, something that you would yeah. never take. Mm-hmm. So what is it with CBD? Like, what's a normal dose if you're looking for all these effects? Um, well, it affects everybody differently. So across the board, though, sorry, the, uh, okay. the general degrees of what to take for what ailment uh, between 1 and 10 milligrams is for... Um, boosting your immune system daily daily vitamin so to say helps boost your immune system helps control um regular regular uh, brain function normal activity um when you get to higher milligram concentrations 10 to 20 milligrams that's more for mood altering anxiety depression uh, a little bit more pain relief (coughs) and then when you get to 25 to 30 and above is more for severe pain, um, pain management, inflammation relief, and um, sleep aid. 
But again, you have to remember it's an all-natural. It affects everybody differently. It's not going to have those immediate effects like pharmaceuticals have. Of course. Um, So you can see results overnight, or it could take up to two weeks, maybe even two months before your body really starts to recognize it and process it. You have to realize that it's an antioxidant as well. So over the course of years of abuse through pharmaceuticals and pesticides and chemtrails and stuff in the water, your body festers all these and stores all these hard metals and chemicals. Um, So now CBD comes into play and it starts to detoxify the body from all of that. Helps generate new cell growth, helps repair receptors so that you start to get feeling back and start to really get that inflammation relief that you're looking for. Um, But that's the number one thing with uh, CBD is the dosaging. How do you declare what you're getting and how do you know that it's the truth? Um, so being still new in the industry, uh, regulations are very scarce. That's why you have companies producing these products that are claiming CBD, but nobody's putting a strict regulation on them. Um, that's where I do my homework and I research the companies that I'm interested in. Um, there was a whole plethora when I first opened up and then few start to stick out, um, who provides certificates of analysis which is a key thing for moving forward, is a certificate of analysis that says, hey, this was from this plant, from this farm, at this time, this is who it was tested by, and these are the standings. Uh, That's going to be mandatory uh, moving forward. But now it's still up in the air. It's a rodeo. Yeah, Um, because I I realized... Every time that there's a new movement of any sort, any sort of like if it's vegan, if it's keto, if it's CBD, uh, even uh, you got the you got uh, the kratom movement, all these new things. Everybody, it's like a buzzword now, right? And then everybody wants to jump on it and get the first product out there, the first line out there, and they skip quality. They just want to brand it. Mm-hmm. And I notice you probably have to sift through a lot of the the uh, the fakes out there or the people who are just get hitting you with that quick that quick uh appealing marketing right trying to capitalize and, and get in yeah. get that buck and I, yeah and i noticed that those are the people who kind of ruin the industry because then it becomes less trustworthy and then exactly the then word gets kind of spread that there's a bunch of bullshit companies out there and then now it's just kind of like the fake cannabis like the k2s and the spices and Mm -hmm. it starts to fall into that category where it's just anyone selling cbd now like i go into my local uh supplement store around the block and they have cbd gummies and i go when when did this happen you know and for me i look at cbd like you do probably you know as a medicine Mm -hmm. and when they're kind of just like throwing it oh we have a little uh Right next to our cash register, we have this little stack of CBD gummies, and uh, here's a vape pen. Like, wait, who are you again? Yeah. Like, you're going to... Well, that's ha- that's happening in 7-Elevens right now. Really? CBD? There's yeah. CBD in 7-Elevens? Uh, yep. My friend those, lives in course, Jersey. Of course, they dabble in that. There's a company called CBD FX, mm-hmm. um, and they are in 7-Eleven. So you can go into a 7-Eleven. Do you know anything about them? CBD FX? If they're reputable, or... Um, I, don't I feel like no one in 7-Eleven is reputable. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it, I, I like those fucking hot dogs, those 7-Eleven uh, hot dogs rolling around, like I just feel like you ruin your image with those. Uh, they're so good though. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a taquito? 
when I was, Bro. like, maybe 12. Well, yeah, no, same. I mean, I still remember that I was happy when I was eating them when I was 12. Oh, I guess it's different because you were really fat when you oh, were a kid. dude, I was just like, do it. Frank, don't lie. It. You had taquitos on your run this morning. Hell yeah, I didn't. I ran them off. <laughs> <laughs> and then I took my antioxidant, antioxidant CBD, bro. Took but, all the um, oxidative stress on my body. Back to the CBD. That I, I don't really know too much about CBD effects. They are one of the first to be producing CBD. Um, but I'm sure if you look at their gummies, they're like every other gummy that's out there on the market. Corn syrup, mm. gelatin. Red, I didn't even think of that. Red Fucking dyes, trash. blue yep. dyes, green dyes, yellow dyes. And me Defe- being in the business. It defeats the purpose of all of that. Right. And me being in the business a little over a year now, I... I look for those kinds of things. Is my product carrying propylene glycol or vegetable glycerin? Two things I'm really against. Um, does my product have gelatin? Is it made with um, plant-based gelatin, an algae of some sort? Is it made with pectin? Um, just because vegan is another thing that's out on the market and people are really paying attention for it. Not even mm-hmm. for the sense of just being vegan, but of not ingesting those other garbage products. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope that the industry is forced to go down that route, and I hope that the people that are in the industry for the industry and for the people push for that, and I hope that's where the differentiation is between people that are really in it for the industry mm-hmm. and people that are in it trying to get the buck, like whatever's going well, into I think, 7-Eleven. I think with any product, like, when they blow up, you're going to have both sides, no matter what. As mm-hmm. much as you try and push for being as clean as possible, there's always, if, if it's mainstream, if CBD and weed is mainstream, there's always going to be two sides. It's going to be yeah. bullshit, cheap as fuck, no, no quality products, and then there's going to be your high quality products. But I mean, I guess that's a good thing because look at where marijuana and CBD was just five, ten years ago. Yeah, now we made crazy progress huge huge change since 2014 since it was legal in colorado it's exploded and one thing i wanted to ask you um is about the perception so when you have people walking into your stores now right Mm -hmm. so you're in new york so just to clarify to everyone listening we we live in new york and it's still illegal to possess marijuana of any sort of and i'm calling it marijuana is the problem. I remember we talked about this. He's like, yeah, I hate when people say marijuana. <laughs> Why? Because it's, it's it, a Mexican, t- is it? It, it was, yeah, it's Mexican. It's a Mexican derived word from, I don't know, the twenties or yeah. whenever prohibition was around to make it seem like it was the devil's thing. The with devil's a scary lettuce. name from Mexico. And that's kind of when immigration started happening. And it was a term for tobacco. I think it was like a Mexican tobacco. And then they just use that term, racially charged too, to propagate this, you know, this devil. But isn't, isn't the word marijuana, marijuana, like the medical no, word cannabis. for it? It's cannabis. Oh, it's cannabis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I never so, knew that. And I slip all the time just because it's a big word in my vocabulary. It's just a, you know. Because you never learn of about course. cannabis. You always learn about marijuana. Yeah. Weed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's always negatively connotated. Mm-hmm. But um, so pers- the people's perception of what it is and how you have to kind of knock that down. I feel like you probably have that spiel in your head where you have to knock that. So we're, we're in New York and it's We're it's in illegal. Massapequa to yeah. get even See, more specific. Yeah, so you have these closed-minded, more... Not closed-minded, but they're not exposed, right? And a lot of them are very, you know, more right-wing and more just kind of conservative, right? And the type of people that you deal with might be a little bit more against it or not know much about it and ask you a bunch of ignorant questions. 
Um, How do you deal with it? Well, I don't really get too many ignorant questions, to be totally honest with no. you. Uh, for the most part, my clientele is age 50, 55, and above. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I would I would not have uh, expected that, honestly. Yep. Yeah, Big time. Would have just pointed the arrow the other way. The, like, 100% the other yeah. way. Yeah, no. Um, most of my clientele is over the age of 50 because they're fed up with taking things that aren't working for them and well, i'm sorry to cut you off but this i say it all the time on the podcast but my girlfriend uh she works at a hospital and she she'll preach for this every single person in this hospital or in the united states if you're 60 or above you're on like 10 15 different medications mm-hmm. you're you're if you're not, it's it's like, whoa, what are you doing? How are you not on all this medication? Yeah. Get on this. And it's crazy because they're all shit. just trying to achieve homeostasis, right? Yeah. So, the yes. bo- so it's but, like, take these 20 different... Yeah. So, it's so like she tells me all the time, her patients, you know, how much shit they're on and this one to to cover this one. And since you're taking this, you have to take this. And so is this what you see people coming in trying to get off these? Yes. Big time. I love that. That's beautiful. Big yeah. time. And I have quite a few people that would put it on paper that this is what they used to take they've been taking cbd since i've been open and this is what they've stopped taking and what they're only taking now big time that's a beautiful yeah, thing so on a side note do you take those and like do you blast that on your you should no you should definitely it's, ha- it's always people are excited and they come in and tell me about it mm-hmm. but i don't have any way of having them write a tutorial they'd have to do that and bring it in got it okay no, because I think that's a really big part of your, I think you have an uphill battle, right? So being in the controversial space that you're in, you're not objectively talking to, you're not talking to a bunch of objective, open-minded people all right. the time. You know, right. you have a lot of people who are closed off, like, oh, that's cannabis, that's, oh, that's weed. Oh, no, 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 I'm not even interested. Yeah, weed's for druggies. I, d- like, so from the day I found out about you up until today, I've converted my parents and my sister into, from ignorant completely closed off like don't even talk to me about this to hey is jay at his store i need to go pick up some cbd because my sleep is not as good as it normally is and now we have believers all they needed to do is be exposed to it yeah and they had the negative mindset so like the placebo effect wasn't even possible because they didn't believe it would work so they had that on top of it another armor that Mm -hmm. we had to penetrate with cbd and it still went through still was able to get these true results so people that come in that are really just ignorant i say hey cbd's and breast milk what do you have to say about that simple and they they take a step back and they're like what are you talking about well it's a natural it's um a naturally occurring it's called a phytocannabinoid Mm -hmm. so endocannabinoids are exterior growing out and phytocannabinoids are interior or is that no the other way around other so way around. phyto is is by plant okay yes and then endo frank yeah there you go i, I, I heard i was like <laughs> yeah endocannabinoid <coughs> is indigenous so grow, mm-hmm. it naturally occurs in your body phytocannabinoid is plant-based you're right yeah it comes from the teat yes um, not the phyto the endo, endo comes from the teat so it, it makes sense you would want to give your young um a nutrient that is an antibacterial, antifungal, and anti-inflammatory. Yeah. yeah. Why not? No, of course. And then on top of that, I mean, we have a system in our body, which is called the endocannabinoid 
system. Yep. System ECS. itself. And it's just hormonal, right? So endo, right? Wouldn't that be? Or is that endo as in like endogenous? Endogenous. Endogenous, okay. Yeah. So it, because it will help regulate with your, it will help regulate hormones. Yes. It, it is an antioxidant in itself, the, yes. the CBD yes. molecule. And just to think of how complex and how multifaceted it is, and we're just keeping it by the side, you know, we're keeping it on the side. Oh, we have a whole system in our body where this chemical and multiple chemicals complement it and help regulate homeostasis. The thing that everyone's looking to do, just keep ourselves at baseline and be healthy. We are demonizing that and making it illegal, demonizing the people that use it with a negative stereotype. So socially shaming them as well, financially shaming them, pulling their freedoms away because they're doing something that's helping them. And I think one of the biggest issues, which I do want to address is that the type of mindset. So people have this, this preconceived notion that potheads are lazy or, I mean, if you're taking THC versus CBD, cause this is a big difference, you know? Um, but both are still harmless. You know, no one smokes a joint and says, all right, time to kill people. Time, time to go on that rampage I've been looking for because I'm angry. You get less angry. You become more conscious of your And your you know what actions. they've shown have uh, given people those thoughts? Fucking antidepressants. Yeah. They've shown that antidepressants have given people um, like suicidal thoughts or uh, yeah. ten- tendencies to, to want to harm. Yeah. An antidepressant that's supposed to, you know, it's like, yeah. what kind of trust after that do you have to have in these big pharmas? No, it's just, it's the desire for immediate gratification and people are just looking to be satisfied now. And the right. second I take this, I should be regulated. And I think people don't give it a, give it a good, uh, give it a chance, a holistic chance, because what this is doing is regulating your body's normal levels so that you could feel normal. So we look for those quick, like, Hey, get this done now <laughs> and ramp me up. Meanwhile, they're not taking a holistic approach to their life. Their lifestyle is already, already off. But that's also the um, United States mindset. Mm-hmm. Instant, right away. Mm-hmm. I want it yeah. now. Other countries, it's not like that. Yeah, and yep. their goal isn't to make money off of the consumer. Usually the goal in other countries is to make sure their population is healthy and they're functioning. And I feel like we have a huge disconnect between our morals our and our economy and then our health. All of these things are kind of just mixed around in this giant swirl and no one's leading it i think we're all just under stigma and and there's a bunch of different social constructs that are keeping us from from getting there and then also financial ties you know you go even bigger and extrapolate on that but (laughs) i don't think it's going to help much for for that i think the success of colorado california washington that's just going to speak for itself and i don't think we even need much yeah, legislation. Just, you just got to look at where those tax dollars are going in Colorado and Washington and California to the schools, to the roads, um, to the homeless. Those are big things, big factors in New York. So yeah. I think we should uh, get the ball rolling a, a lot sooner than later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of potholes out there. Yeah. Dude, I, I, just, a lot had of replace, I just had to replace, uh, I just replaced my tire. Two days ago, because I hit a pothole and it fucking blew out the wall. I saw some meme that was $100. online going it's around. Just because I hit a pothole. They should take all of the tax revenue from New York State from one year of pot consumption and fill all of the potholes and call it Operation Pothole. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. That, but that's like, <laughs> that's a legit <laughs> proposition too. That's not even far-fetched. 
No, because you'd make so much money off of that. So I have a question. Anytime I take a supplement, whether it's just a vitamin, let's let's just say it's a multivitamin, I will always take the cycle of let's say it's the thirty day pills, and then I'll stop taking it, just so because I know that when you ingest any vitamin or mineral, um, your body will stop making it naturally because you're taking a lot in. So is CBD kind of the same thing where you want to take some and take and not take it or or maybe take it like maybe three, four times a week, not seven times a week? Or can you just yeah, ingest um, it all, at all times? The research that I've done shows that over the course of time, continual use, you will require less CBD to get that same stimulation of being at that homeostatic really? state. So it's opposite of – because most thing is the more you take it, the more you have to take in the future to feel anything. Right. But now with CBD, the more you take, the more it builds up in your system, the faster it repairs itself, and then the less you require. You may want to take more, um, but you won't need to. Your system will be complete and satisfied. All right. That's interesting. Yeah, and that's the same like that. reason why THC stays in your system, because it binds to fat. It's fat-soluble. So it actually like becomes one with your fat cells. So it slowly secretes over time. Right? Is that same with CBD? Yep. So, so it's like people are like, oh, well, why does this stay in my system for 30 days? How come, you know, it takes so long? Because your body wants this stuff. Your body wants to hold on to it. It's actually complementary to your physiology. So why would you not, you know, why would you not want to ingest something that's going to be Another stored for good use? good fact to know about CBD is that if you ever do consume too much THC where you don't like the yeah, state of high heard. that you're in, you can consume CBD, and within 15 minutes or so, your high is going to start to negate itself, bring you back down mm. to a more balanced uh, equilibrium. Oh, that's good to know. It's yeah. good to know. Yeah, because I made some uh, homemade, <laughs> some homemade butter, and I was like, all right, dosage dependent, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dosage pending, right? So it depends on how I feel with this one. Right. And took it, and I was like, oh god, oh no. We're going down. We're going downhill fast. And I was like, just lay down. Just ride it out. Ride it out. And it felt, I mean, it felt great after an hour or so. But <laughs> Jesus, I was like, oh, shit, shit, shit. Really quick ramp up. So I just, I took all the vaporized bud and just kind of soaked it in oil. Heated up a little bit. And I was just like, oh, we'll see what happens. And no matter what, even without the scientific precision, you could still get the benefits. And it's, it's such a, I feel like it's such a harmless plant. Like, I've always overdone it a lot when it came to edibles, and it's never done anything to me. Just don't get behind the wheel. You know, like, this, the obvious things. Right. Right? So, like, anything else. Like, if you overconsume alcohol, there is a direct negative repercussion. Right? So oh, because yeah. I'm sure I consumed, we all have worse alcohol stories than we ever had weed. Yeah. Weed is all psychological. It's like, oh, my brain was telling me I'm going to die, but I never died. That was embarrassing. Like, that's it. Instead of it being like, oh, I was in the middle of the street just puking, spraying my, my throw up all over my Uber driver, and then I got sued, yeah, like and then I got a ticket. Down, you fall down all these stairs, you don't even know, and you just yeah. smash your head open. You know, it's like. Exactly. And, it, you know, the the difference in the stories and the difference in the stigma is just, it's so doesn't clear. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. There were more deaths from peanuts last year than there were from <laughs> cannabis ever. I'm laughing, but yeah. that's not funny. But that's no, funny. but it's a funny statistic. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great statistic. Actually, yeah, way more because none yeah. happened from cannabis. So we're like we're winning more shark attacks than cannabis deaths. And what about crime? What about crime and and weed? Because I know that kind of goes down, right, as it gets legal. Decriminalization. Uh, it depends what you're measuring right so violent crime would definitely go down 
if weed was legal, just because, I mean, just think of the logic, right? So you have, I don't even say like the population is stoned. So everybody's chill. Like, I don't even believe that to be honest. I think like you, when you smoke, you smoke, but uh, if you, you need to commit crime, you're going to, but when it comes to violent crime, I feel like that only has to do with things that are either usually relationship dependent, or then you have your drug crimes where you're fighting for turf and you're, you know, you're fighting over territory and that type of shit where gang violence happens and the less drugs, the less economy they have, the less of the issue. I don't know too much gang violence though over weed. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, don't, I feel no. like it's way more hard drugs, but I feel like it would only go down because it's just one less thing to market, you know, and then having it legal kind of puts people at ease for that. You have a lot less drug transactions on the street, but, uh, to get deeper into where you see CBD cannabis, actually, in New York, at least New York, or even in the U.S., if you have any insight there, where do you see it within the next three years? Um, Anything promising? Any uh, pipeline? It'll definitely be legal in New York State within the next three years. Yeah. Hopefully within the next three months. Recreationally? Really? Interesting. Okay. That's way more optimistic than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I was just in Montreal um, last weekend. Tomorrow, it exactly. becomes recreational in, Montreal. In, in Canada. All of Canada. Oh, all of Canada. All of Canada. Okay. So, yeah, when I was there last sure. weekend, people were out in the streets just smoking joints ready. I mean, they what? were kind of just like pre-celebration. Yeah. That's so cool. Tomorrow, all across Canada, it's legal. So, so you know how much just... weed they're going to be smoking tomorrow? Like, tomorrow specifically? Holy shit. I want to go to Canada. <laughs> Dude, I went the wrong weekend. Yeah, what the hell? Dude? I don't smoke weed, but I went the wrong weekend. Yeah, that would have been like the nicest weekend. <laughs> Everyone would have just been handing out hugs <laughs> and pillows. Damn. Just like, mm, just hang out with my friends and throw out snacks. Tomorrow's <laughs> the 17th, right? Yes. Yeah, October 17th. Yep, that's what they were telling me when I was there. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, it's, everyone's just going to follow. There's no reversing. Right, like I don't, no. I don't see it being like, oh, whoa, we gotta dial it back. People are getting way too I happy. Mean, it's like alcohol. There's no reversing. Yeah, like prohibition. Like it, but alcohol could be reversed. Like it, it could be because of how not, negative. Not, it not is. with it laws. Shouldn't, shouldn't it can't be. be reversed with laws. It could just be reversed by people's mentality of, hey, you know what? That's not really that good for me. Yeah. I'd rather stick to these other things that help me out. That's what they noticed in Colorado. They said that the, the alcohol consumption has gone down and DWIs uh, like have gone 19% down. Nineteen percent. Really? Like yeah. That. I didn't but, know that. Yeah. It's fascinating. That's why. You see um, alcohol companies turning to cannabis right now. Like, uh, so it is like going to happen. Corona mm-hmm. and Coors Light. They have both spent millions of dollars to invest in some kind of, whether it be CBD or THC infused mm-hmm. beverage. As of now, you can't produce a alcohol beverage with THC. You can produce a beer or a wine without any alcohol and have THC, but it can't be together. Mm. That makes yeah, sense. That'd, that'd be a lot. It's, that'd yeah. Be, right. That makes sense right now. That'd be like but, mixing pre-workout in a monster. Yeah. You know? Companies like... Like I'm just saying, like two things yeah. that are really intense breaking together. The Four loco. It's like a lot. A Four loco. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, no, the alcohol. No, alcohol and energy drink. But, yeah. yes, fucking Yeah, intense. but you know, <laughs> that's how it is now. But if companies like Corona and Coors Light get in and they use their play, who's to say that they're not going to switch that around? But you think you think Corona going into the CBD and 
uh, cannabis business, they're going to try and blend it with their alcohol, or you think they're doing that because they see that there's a possibility for decline in their product? I, I think maybe both. It's like hedging. Yeah. You're hedging your bets, kind of. Like, all right, one of these two is going to go, or diversifying your portfolio. Like, all right, we're going to mm-hmm. invest in alcohol. That's been cool, but I know that shit's going to be. I'm not naive. You know, I'm not so yeah, but then you have driven by my product. A company like Coca-Cola, they've done nothing for people except create disease and famine and disgust amongst people but now coca-cola wants to be involved in the cbd and thc industry why i feel that if the industry goes to those big time players they're going to ruin it they're going to destroy it yeah Yeah. well that's going to be the cheap quality uh cheap price product that i was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. but then you'll have those people that aren't going to come to a store like me where i have natural healthy stuff because you have that wrong stigma that big business put into your mind of, oh, I was drinking a six-pack of Corona and I was trying to get CBD stimulation or THC stimulation and it's not working for me. <laughs> Who's to say now I'm going to go spend it on something else? Yeah. No. So do you think there should be regulations for stuff like that? Yeah, for, Especially for, yeah? Without a doubt. I think that any big business should stay with their big business this is a new business a new industry and keep it for the the people the small people i, I agree i just think with the way that it's we're set up happen. it's just so impossible for right. them to be oh, us, capitalism hold on let me just keep my hands off this yeah but as you were saying before people are starting to recognize things so hopefully our generation and younger really does start to recognize things and really recognize to the point where if they lobby it and they um, don't support it and don't buy it, then these companies are really going to feel that economic Yeah, I mean, decrease. I, just because I know I'm educated in this, I'm not going to walk into a 7-Eleven, grab a water bottle that says, like, CBD infused. Like, I'm just going to be like, no, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you're already walking into the place of, of Trash. false yeah. false advertisement. Like, right? I know that. And I definitely think people are starting to know that. More, I mean, I know Frank and I preach it a lot. Not that we have a massive audience, but... No, but it's mediums like there's this. There's a lot of people who preach that. Yeah, and just a lot of people who have people on who know shit and are intellectually curious and want to know what's going on with new things and should I jump on the bandwagon or should I not? And I think the more mainstream it gets, the more... I, I think right now it's gro- this is the right time for this industry to grow because it's these mediums that are breaking it down and I think these mediums are going to be what pull the good sources up. And I think we'll miss that big business influence or at least mitigate a lot of it. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope so. I think that the uh, opioid crisis was fueled by doctors. And I feel like this is a, a way out. And um, doctors are jumping on board now to say, hey, mm-hmm. we fucked up, but this is where we need to go. And hopefully that's where it all stems down from here. Yeah. Because I noticed, I noticed when I went for my, uh, I got my wisdom teeth pulled. Uh, it was about three years ago. And they gave me all four of them at once. I was like a chipmunk, swollen. And they gave me oxycodone. I was like, okay, I know where this goes, you know. And I was like, but I do want to try it. Like, I do want to, like, get this pain. I'm not want to try it, but I do want to try to get this pain away. And first time I took it, I was like, wow, I feel absent. I feel like I'm not in my body. I feel I feel the euphoria, but it wasn't like I could do this more often because I only took one dose. 
right? So I didn't overdo it at all. I was like, I, I just, I don't want to like this because I could see where it's going. Well, you, I, know I could you know the stories up. behind it. Yeah, but I you had know, a every, little... You know everything involved with it. I know, yeah. and I But I saw the little bit of light. And I was like, oh, I see where this could go. If I took another pill, like this would... I see the good. So then from there is when I started making my own oils. So I would just take a little tincture and just drop in my mystery dose of THC and CBD, whatever I was able to gather, um, whatever strain I was able to get. And that helped me so much more because it took my brain and like put it in a different place. So I could like watch TV and just think about other things and think more abstractly and just kind of dissociate from my body a little bit. And then the CBD helped numb. I'm guessing this is kind of my guess, but the way I felt it, it was obvious where in my face, the inflammation was going down over time. It was a lot quicker. And just my recovery time was just way faster than I should have believed because two days, three days after I was like, I'm good. Like I'm totally fine. Meanwhile, my face was swollen right after it. And just the feeling of being able to curb pharmaceuticals. I was like, ah, got you motherfuckers. Like now, now you see, said that I was three you. years ago. It's three years ago. Yeah. And I just made it. I was just making, cause what I normally would make uh, with olive oil for brownies, I used to make brownies all the time. So I, I made olive oil and just had it in the can, and I was just taking a little, uh, what's it called, spoon, mm -hmm. just dropping it in like I would a tincture, and just, you know, I mean, it had THC in it. It wasn't very well uh, uh, strained, so it had a little grit to it, but, you know, Some leaves. it worked. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> it's real full spectrum. Yeah, oh, I made, I made, uh, <laughs> I made brownies once in high school, same shit. I was chewing leaves. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, try to strain it, but you're like, uh, yeah, not everything left. So now you brought up the point when you were talking about oxycodone, oxycodone, whatever the fuck it's called, I don't even know, uh, that you were educated enough to know that you don't want to do this. And that, that, um, or maybe not even educated, but more aware of your body telling you, hey, this <coughs> is not a good road. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, but this, something I always, something south, I always right? say is that abuse of substances is a lack of education. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, totally agree. When you're educated, in let's say fucking alcohol you you're educated on all levels right so for example i grew up in in france um my first language was french jay i don't know if you know that my whole family lives there i had a my first glass of wine out at the dinner was i don't even know how old i was maybe 10 you know my the first time i went to a club legally was like 15 and we were all drinking it's not demonized. It, there's no wall in front of it. And because there's no wall in front of drinking and it's like, hey, you know, Justin, if you want to have a glass of wine while we're having dinner, of course, like taste it. I, I didn't like it. Obviously, I was so young. I hated it. But there was no wall. And because there was no wall, I got the full education of alcohol. And because I was educated in alcohol, I've never blacked out. I've never abused alcohol. I've never fucking thrown up from alcohol. Yeah. And, and jealous. it's <laughs> I know it's been it's, there it's, way too much. It's so different than because I grew up here in New York and bro, the, it's alcohol is like, let's get fucked up. Let's black out. And yeah. I was never about it. And I attribute it to my education at a super young age of alcohol. And I think it's I, I well, I know it's like that for all substances. Yeah, sugar. If there's fucking sugar. Yeah. But if it's you put up a one. wall, if you grow a child up telling them don't no, don't ever say the word weed. We don't speak of that in this household. Like there's just a wall. That's it. Your, you know that your growth, blunt is already rolled, baby. Your, <laughs> <laughs> your growth and your knowledge of weed stops right there. So now you go out and you fucking, you, you buy the wrong stuff. You get lace stuff. You, you don't know how to smoke it. You don't know strands. You know nothing about it. And you just abuse it because you just don't know. 
So when that wall is broken down, when you have education on it for alcohol, for opiates, for marijuana, yeah. people cannabis. are more responsible. Marijuana, <laughs> fuck, see? I, I did it, I did it. <laughs> we will for not cannabis. spread that propaganda but on when, our podcast. But when you have that education, you're just not, you're not going to fall into the trap, I feel like. You're more... Um, aware of everything yeah you have like the logic in your brain built and you know where the next couple steps go you're like all right so you're gonna go down this consciously you're gonna consciously walk down these this road and i don't i education is extremely powerful yeah so it's beautiful that now you know cannabis (laughs) is uh being studied on being taught it's open for conversation now you can't you're not gonna talk about cannabis and be demonized and called the drug dealer anymore yeah you know and this is the first time in a while i mean since i've been educated on it to the extent that i can talk to anybody who wants a layman's explanation i could just i'll go at them 100 percent, and i'll know that i have my argument in the bag and this is f- the fuel i needed in the beginning when i first started smoking i was like i know i love this for some reason and i feel like i'm doing something wrong but i'm not but i am but i'm not but i am and i had this conflict in my head because i didn't know what i was doing mm-hmm. but i knew i felt good <clears throat> So that could be with anything, just like kids who are studying for tests, taking Adderall. They're like, I know I feel good. I get a little shitty feeling after, but I know I feel good. And I'm losing weight, and oh, all this stuff is happening, all the positive side effects. I'm not dying, you know, nothing's happening, no obvious repercussions. So not being educated on the repercussions or not being educated on the science or even just having an idea of how this cascades over time if you abuse, you know, that is just so important. I think legalization, prohibition... Those are not good tools for regulation. You know, it's more education. I think with education, people will do their own regulations. Yeah. Because you should be allowed to do whatever you want to your body. And if you're educated well enough, you'll treat yourself right. Yeah. It's just, I feel, it's, I feel like it's that plain and simple. But now we have more education. Like when I went to health, health class, they didn't say anything about your ECS. Nobody knew what the hell that was. Yeah. Um, I don't uh, even know what endocannabinoids. Is, okay. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, bitch, I was never educated <laughs> on this. But I hope that when my daughter goes to school, that she's going to learn about that in health class. So education definitely is the number one, number one thing. Yeah, because you empower wow, the people. You know what? You just brought up health class. So now I'm, I'm just thinking about you know my experience with health class, and they don't teach you anything about actual health. Now thinking no. about it. They taught us, like, use a condom. How to get rid of a condom. They taught you that. How to get rid of it. Like, don't flush it down the toilet. You know it could catch an air bubble and come right back up, and your parents will know about it. It was like... Wait, wait, wait. They taught you that? Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. No, they, like, wrap it up in something, shove it in something else that's not see-through. Get the fuck out of here. A teacher told you this. Yes. Yes. What? This is all I remember, because I was like, oh, that sticks. That makes sense. (laughs) I'm never going (laughs) to flush my condoms at you, right? Well, (laughs) anyways... (laughs) Thinking about health class, all they taught you about now was I don't like, use condoms, okay? Okay, dude, they didn't. Wow, Maybe. this is now thinking about it. They didn't educate you on anything. They just said Nothing. say no to alcohol, say no to drugs, and that's it. They didn't explain mm-hmm. any further. They didn't tell you about food, processed foods, bad stuff oh, to avoid. Fuck no, dude, literally all they told you was sex is good. Like you should have sex like when you're older and ready. Be ready, and then say no to everything. Yeah. Oh they, my God. That's and every time crazy. you would answer something right, they'd toss you a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, health class is fun because oh it's God, less so curriculum and wow. more candy. <laughs> it's like idiots. That's Oxymoronic. It's, yeah. it's unreal. It blows my mind. I'm sure there's a turning point that's going to happen with that. There has to. It's just, it's so odd. Like, because there's going to be one day where we look back at this and we're like, really? That's what we You did? know, like, 
not comparing it to the severity, but like we look back at slavery, right? And we're like, that's, what does that even mean? Really? We did that? Yeah. And we were cool with that? We were cool with that the whole time? Like, dummy, hello. You know, and then now you move on to prohibition of alcohol and that prohibition of marijuana, of fucking cannabis. <laughs> uh, and then it's like, you're looking back like this, this plant actually grew up with us in our evolution. We are raised symbiotically with this plant, plant was here before we were yeah for real and it helped we grew alongside it and we don't know of much else we didn't really grow alongside it we grew apart from it yeah yeah at this point well what are you saying over course no of time. he means like we grew apart from it yeah and now we're finally coming back to it oh gotcha like that like society yeah grew. okay I was, that's why i was like wait wait no, no i'm pretty damn sure okay gotcha <laughs> Yes, for so, evolution. Frank, I know you wanted to ask Jay a couple like business questions. Yeah, so just to uh, segue out of the CBD and kind of keep people out of the science thing, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you... So you were saying how you got into it and how you were uh, you know, turned on to it for the health benefits and uh, how it applied to your day-to-day grind and how you were having the arth- arthritis or... Mm-hmm carpal tunnel or whatever the issue was and then your knee um what got you into the business you just but yeah like what made you open a storefront um, say, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sell this stuff because it's super <laughs> controversial and it's very ballsy yeah sure um i had just gotten let go from a um food manufacturing job um again long days spent standing in the cold it was a usda facility so it was 38 degrees or below good old usda oh man trustworthy rough um, so I just gotten let go, let go from that job and I had the opportunity to go to California for the Emerald Cannabis Cup or Cannabis Convention. And I was like, you know what? I've never been to California before. Why don't I go? I went and my mind was blown with all of the product that was available. Now, what um, year was this? Uh, last year, two years ago, two years ago. Oh, that's it. Open for wow, this is so recent. Yep, two wow. years ago. Damn, brother. Yeah. So congratulations. I'm only, I'm only, yeah, <laughs> I'm only yeah. open for a year and a month. That's it. Damn. A wow, year and a month. It feels like so much longer. I know. Mm-hmm. I was expecting maybe you're gonna say like 2012. No. Um. So yeah, within two years, and then last year I opened up. So when you went to this, uh, so I went to this cannabis convention. It was, for the most part, majority of it was THC product. Yeah, that's but what I was going to ask. there were a bunch of CBD companies. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm here, I can't sell THC, but what can I sell? CBD. It's regulated, it's acceptable, it's legal. Um, and I started picking out all the information cards of the CBD vendors that were there. And then I came back to New York and... Like I said, I had just gotten let go from my job, so I was either going to start cooking somewhere else or see what it would cost to do a storefront. I had some money saved up, and I knew I couldn't open up a restaurant, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Everybody says you got to do it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I just did it. I went and got all the paperwork, and I just did it. I was so tired of wow, working bro. for somebody I, else. That's fucking inspiring. Um, yeah, I, I, I had the vision in my head of what I wanted to do. Um, well, you were just that in love with the product, and you knew the benefits because you were taking them yourself for your pain, for your injuries, mm-hmm. and you just wanted to share it, right? right. Exactly. Yeah, it's like a foolproof plan where you're like, all right, how do I now 
how do I bring this out? How do I scale this up? Right. To more people. That's a. And that that's how it started. I just said I'm gonna do it, and I went and made my calls and started hitting the pavement looking for a spot. I knew what my price bracket was. I knew um, how much I could afford, and like I said, I just did it. And now I'm ready to do the next one because. Well, I heard I heard from Frank that you finally stepped back and were able to hire people to start working in your store. Uh, training people to okay get to so that taking the point. steps so that's yes but that always means that you're you know taking that step forward that business is progressing and going forward so that's that's good when you could finally step back from working 24 7 on your business and you yes. could start hiring someone that's a good for step the first year i was there every single day of course yeah, and most that. seven days a week most yeah. storefronts i mean are even more than a year yeah most people say they don't see you know you don't Over. gain any progress for another two three years right and you know, that's kind of where people are looking at it in a different light and saying, hey, Jay did this in one year's time. Why can't we do that? And now there are other CBD stores popping up. There are other water stores that are now selling CBD. It's, mm. It is getting everywhere. But um, the education that I have and that we have at the store, um, it, it goes a long way. It has a lot of pull. People yeah. like coming I mean, you, in. You'll always see through the people who are questions. just selling CBD because it's trendy. You'll see right through it when you start asking right. questions or having conversation with them. Right. I mean, I remember the first time I walked into the store and you and I had a huge conversation on CBD because I knew nothing of it. We talked for a while. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up buying a uh, couple bottles. Then I came back and bought some bottles for my dad for his uh, inflammatory problems. And uh, then you just, you, you, you fall in love with the store and, and you behind the counter and your information. Right. And you know? then you fall in love with the way you feel from taking it and yeah. that, that good feeling. Um, you know, people do skip a day or two. It's okay. Yeah. But um, <laughs> some people, it's not okay. Some people do feel it if they miss a day or two. Um, but it is, it's amazing industry. Yeah, no, definitely, uh <laughs> It's definitely changing the way I operate, 100%. You know, I used to look at it as recreation. So I used to look at it as a, a toxicant. Like, it was it was toxic. It was something that, I oh, stay away as much as you can and, you know, use it sparingly. But now I look at it like it's my medicine. This is the thing that I, you know, I bought a medical-grade vape. I have all the, uh, you know, everything taken care of. I buy indica, very low THC, so... I'm not getting this crazy, not, it's not GMO, but I mean, they're breeding some heavy, heavy, heavy THC shit. And I felt myself kind of like going off the deep end, like, all right, hold on, hold on. I'm taking dabs of wax that's highly concentrated in THC. I don't know what it's cut with. And like, you get those extremes and I feel like they're doing a disservice to the industry because it's then losing its medicinal value. And this is where the education thing comes in. Mm -hmm. Anything and, abused is never a good thing yeah so it's you know we're trying to now find different ways because it's very versatile in its application you could wax oil uh, edibles sprays rub-ons mm -hmm. like all these different applications and some could get you sky high and a lot of people are looking to get fucked up they're like oh there's another method of getting fucked up and this is where i think it gets a bad rap and you know with you to help you know bring it down to the homeostatic level like hey look i just want to take you from a negative five to zero i'm not trying to bring you to 10 in euphoria i mm -hmm. want to keep you at baseline let's you know we're not going to add this isn't fun this is for a purpose right you know and i think people need more of that education 
and we need more discipline in our education because people are just looking like what's the best strain what's the highest i could get who's got the highest thc because i remember i went into when i was in colorado they had the displays i was all i was looking at was thc highest percentage that's all i looked at i was like i know something thc means high let's go the highest high and that's all i was looking for you know but if i really understood i would know the ratios and then i'd say well what does this smell like how does it how does it make me feel like what do i connect with it right away and that's a real thing like when i smell weed now now i know that i'm looking for one that's a little more uh you're so right skunky. on that because a couple of days ago um someone i work with had weed with them and like i'll smell it and i smelt it and it brought me back to like high school and i was just like ooh, that's a good one yeah i was like ooh, and that those are one, the terpenes right? flavonoids terpene yeah, terpenes. terpenes so yeah. the flavonoids are the taste i'm guessing yeah it's part yeah. of terpene profiling though so are those fat soluble compounds like cbd and thc I, i'm, I'm pretty i asked sure. you this before and i sure. forgot what your your answer was so yeah i'm pretty sure so those could be extracted into oils mm -hmm. and applied in other ways yep Okay. Oils are probably even broken down to water-soluble substances, too. Gotcha. Hmm. And you're, you're starting to make your own I'm lines. starting to make my own product line. Uh, the good thing about being a chef for 15 years is that I know how to make recipes and being consistent. Um, and as you were saying, smell and visuals, those are key things to being successful in the food industry is making things look good because you see it first and then making them smell good and taste good. Um, but yeah, that's hopefully uh, <laughs> the line I get to go down is making my own product and uh, venturing back into the food industry um, with CBD in conjunction moving forward. Um, now, because everybody's got to eat, so why yeah. not now put CBD as a medicine into an array of foods? pre-workout yeah. post-workout like the protein powder that i got you oh yeah the, oh dude that i love that especially post-workout too because it calms me down mm -hmm. as i'm now relaxing like normally i would just post-workout i'd go relax and if i took any caffeine supplement beforehand i would just have this weird over stressed feeling where my nervous system is just overdrive is in overdrive but i'm in you know i'm in rest mode but my body's in this conflict after taking that i legitimately felt different so what is this so it's CBD infused protein, and you that have I got it at from. your store. Yeah, yep. so it's whey protein. It was grass fed whey. Yep. Right. It's grass fed whey, which and you know, we also Frank have approved. A, a, a vegan <laughs> protein as well. It's only got five or six ingredients in it. A vegan CBD protein. Yeah, and it, it was very tasty. Regular, and it's hemp protein. Was it hemp protein one as well, or is that the that's the vegan one? Yes. Is hemp based? I so then yeah. I'm totally on board with yeah, that as same. well. And it did very well in my stomach. I wasn't getting any, like, didn't get gurgly, didn't get gassy, nothing. I know it's pea protein. It may be hemp seed protein as well. I got to check that out. Yeah, yeah, pea protein is pretty big in the, the vegan world. So I think that might be it. That might be a big one. But um, I didn't try that one. I tried the whey, and it was really easy on my stomach. Because I think paired with those, the antifungal and the anti-inflammatory uh, aspects of CBD, they might actually help with the regulation of your digestion while coming in it's like an all-in-one care package mm -hmm. where you're getting the simple proteins of the whey and then you're also getting the combating power of the cbd and those two combined were incredible so anybody who's listening who is more athletic based and more gym based you follow us because you listen to us because you're more into that that aspect there are a lot of applications for cbd and uh for joint pain so you have creams right topical creams oil based or wax based because you gave me one that had the white flower uh, extract, mm -hmm. which was better than cologne. 
it smelled amazing. It it went on and wasn't like I wasn't wetting everything because I've I've bought I I bought mm-hmm. um, oils from from different companies in the past where mm-hmm. it's just now my I put it on my wrist my wrist hurts but my wrist is wet Oily. so whatever I touch it's just smeared there now whatever I touch snail so, trails everywhere yeah, exactly <laughs> like ah oh, Frank was here I smell you know this weird ass essential oil and it's you know it's off my hand now yeah. it's it's not where it should be. So you have the solve, which was like that wax. And I feel like for anybody who's working hard or kind of they're, they're uh, accumulating injury. Well, I was going to bring, bring that up. I was going to mention that I, you know, I trained really hard and it's, it t- takes a toll on your body. And I only use CBD once when I bought it, but I need, I think honestly, it's only 520 right now, PM. I think after this, I'm going to, cause your store is like a mile away from here. Yeah, right I think I'm going to come down and buy some stuff. Cause I'm, I'm, I just feel like I need it now at this point. If I were to make a suggestion, the CBD bath bombs after a hard workout. I don't, I don't yeah. take baths though. Oh, money. You don't take baths? No. Do you? Epsom salt, dude. Yeah. I don't really take baths. Do they have Epsom salt in them? Yep. Oh, see, I was gonna say that's that's. You feel like a bag oh. of mashed potatoes when you get yeah. out of the tub. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. I'll eat mashed potatoes and go sit in the bath, become right. mashed potatoes. There you go. Just Frank eating animal. mashed potatoes. <laughs> that's something to see. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. We're not going keto anymore, son. It's winter. You can hide the, you know, the extra around the midsection. We'll be good, bro. But uh, now, do you see? Because you did say that you th- you think um, cannabis. Like THC will be recreational here in New York in about three years. You said. Do you see yourself uh, getting uh, those yeah, in about three months? What? Yeah. So you're saying by December? I'm saying. So I'm guessing yeah. end of the year. Yes, by the end of the year. Recreational. It'll be legal to be recreational, and then I have a guesstimate by April of next year, 2020. It'll be nope. 2019. I was gonna say. Yeah, 2019. It'll be recreational. April. That's what I'm predicting. April 20th. So now, do you have plans yeah. to get your permits in place to sell all that? Um, I, I is honestly, that an interest? I don't know. It is. It is definitely an interest. But the um, the licensing and <clears throat> the applications were distributed in 2015. So you had to come up with ten thousand dollars for the application and two hundred thousand dollars for the licensing in 2015 for the ability to distribute in New York. It's now three years later and there's still no definites yet. So I have a feeling that they're going to reopen those applications, but you still need over $250,000 to mm. to get that. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah. we'll hitch up in a year. And I'm make just curious, up that money have you I'm heard down. of the, the company called Ease? In California, Ease, um, E-A-Z-E, I think. Uh, no. So, have you, Frank? Yeah, from Mind Pump. Yeah, that's where I heard yeah. it from, too. So, they're a company based in California that is basically an Uber for weed. So, if you, ca- if you can't or just don't want to drive to a dispensary, because I know that um, some people want marijuana, uh, marijuana, fucking cannabis. You're doing so good. Some people want cannabis <laughs> and... Uh, but they feel weird walking into a dispensary. So Ease, it's the same as Uber in the sense that you're not like hired from the company. You could just turn on your phone and start working. And you just, you go on the computer or your app Ease and you type in what you want and someone drives up to your door and hands it to you. Hands you your weed. 
Wow. So do you That's have crazy. any people who, I mean, you could almost call them patients, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you have any patients who come into your store who are, they have difficulty getting there? Yes. I and do send some product in the mail. You do? Okay. Yeah. And that usually takes them how long to get there? Uh, so I'm wondering because generally that's... five to seven days unless okay. they want so ease is like a 20 30 minute yeah. thing that's it's like wow. it's like when you ask when you basically exactly the same way you call for an uber mm-hmm. you call for what what kind of strain what kind of product if you want edibles if you want uh a pre-rolled joint mm-hmm. and you hit your app and they, they someone rolls up 20 30 minutes later from that dispensary uh, I and they hand you cb stuff. driver cbd driver <laughs> Yeah, CB, CB delivery. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same sense that Uber has employees. Like they're not, they're third party workers. Mm-hmm. Kind of. It's the same thing, and it's it's. I th- I'm pretty okay, sure they're they're booming like crazy well, all the, over California. The, the medical dispensaries on Long Island uh, now deliver. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, so you probably have more severe cases in those, those instances because the people. Yeah, I mean, I have my medical card. I can get cannabis delivered in its form whether it be oil or pill form from the dispensary and they could deliver it right to my house so you get legal thc infused cannabis mm-hmm. from here it's terrible it is it's disgusting <laughs> why do you say that it's black oil um you buy a, a 15 day supply of capsules and it's 86 dollars you buy a half gram oil cartridge it's a quarter gram THC oil and a quarter gram MCT oil, <clears throat> and it's $94 on oh top of God. your $200 a year medical card that you have to pay for. That's Jeez, ridiculous. just grow the plant yeah, yourself. I'm out. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Oh $200 for the, applic- for the medical card? Imagine what you could grow with $200. It's <laughs> unreal. You do so much. I mean, here you have a l- little bit more doctoring up you got to do. Yeah, because we don't have the natural... Like, California is just so easy for them to grow it over there. Yeah, the you winter know? times over like, here you're talking about? The winter or just the humidity. I mean, there's so many things, as you know. They play a huge role in in growth. And, like, here we have to, we have better hydroponic growth here because at least you could regulate the, the environment that it grows in. But when it comes to, you know, naturally just leaving it outside, like, oh, I'm going to flower my sunflower. I'm going to, you know, water my sunflower. <laughs> and... You know, it grows, it grows, and then it dies. It's like with this, I mean, you have so much more. You're, you're getting medicine out of this plant, so you want all of the, you know, you want the ratios to be on point. You want the right skew of chemicals. And, you know, whatever you put on it, it's going to be ingested. So you want to make sure you have the right, like, microbiome in the soil. And, like, all these things now matter really deep, you know, because that's what's going to become your plant. So I'm really interested and I'm really excited for the future of this because it's it's not even here yet no it's not that's even, what's crazy about it it's, yeah, it's not, not even here it's not even a tenth of the way here yeah because we just have half the half the the cannabis makeup to deal with uh, mm-hmm. to play with let alone the the part that has a lot more marketable value like the thc which I is mean, not better I, I, I think the byproducts are going to be the most marketable so like the of the plant like um i invested in hemp concrete Oh, the gotcha. stock has gone through the roof. What They're is that? Hemp concrete. Like actually? Actual yeah. hemp concrete. Yeah. And it's biodegradable. Biodegradable. It uh, withstands heat more than concrete will, um, and it's made as a byproduct from 
from hemp or cannabis, from from extracts, from the well, leaves, from the stalks. I got to talk to my dad about that because he yeah. drives a cement truck. My my stock went from pennies to five dollars, and I bought over a thousand shares. So, Damn. Nice. it's yeah, it's definitely um, the industry. I think it's going to go through the roof. <coughs> we have the potential to replace fifty thousand consumer products on the shelf right now with hemp byproducts. Well, I've always heard that hemp products are the strongest and best, like rope or clothing. Yeah. I mean, I, I've always heard that anything made from hemp is, like, incredible. And lately, I know you saw, but I've been eating hemp pasta, mm-hmm. so hemp flour, basically, and it's it's incredible. I wrote a whole article about it on our website, and just the, uh, the benefits are out of this fucking world. Yep. But, yeah, anything hemp. Um, the first American flag was drafted out of hemp get out of here um mm-hmm. the that confederate, is so funny yeah confederate uniforms and world war one two uniforms are made out of hemp cotton it takes 70 gallons of water to grow enough hemp to make a t-shirt it takes 700 gallons of water to grow enough cotton to make a t-shirt <laughs> so we fucking just do everything backwards we suck we, we really suck, suck man so bad it's <sighs> It, there's so much you could do with it because now like there's, said, there's plastics 50, too. Fifty thousand consumer products. That's unreal. Yeah, That's there's unreal. hemp plastic. But the, but the beautiful thing, as much as we sucked in the past, the beautiful thing is that all those are turning around. Companies are seeing the profit in them. The people are seeing the use in them, the benefits in them, and everything is turning. So it's a good thing. It's going to be a slow process, a very slow yeah. process, like it's been so far. There's going to be your stupid people in it who just try and make it as cheap as possible but it is going in a direction which i believe to be positive hell yeah and with any title shift like this with this much volume of money and just product in general there's going to be a huge amount of money to be made you know so for people who are interested in new industries i think this is one to keep the eye on uh investor wise or even just looking for jobs for people because i feel like a lot of things are slowing down Um, a lot of industries are just dying down because they're unsustainable and i think this is something that's countering our health epidemics that we have while increasing quality of life on just more of the medicinal and recreational side that this we need so much help from this industry that this is going to be not the single the single-handed push that's going to bring us the pendulum back but it's going to cause a lot of momentum to shift it the other way big time and i think uh more awareness is very, very necessary. And things like this, like discussions like this, open forum conversations, um, a debate even, mm-hmm. you know, having people who are opposed and kind of putting them in their place because, you know, this is an industry that needs to be more illuminated than it is, you know, and destigmatized. Yeah. So uh, we, anything else you want to um, throw out there? Any? Uh, well, just uh, anybody in Suffolk County that wants to go to the public session tonight i'm not sure where it is but if you look it up on news 12 uh, i believe they have a segment on it you could go and speak your piece about the industry what you're looking to get from it it's a, a public q a basically mm-hmm. um not so much the question part but you can voice your opinion and just make your voice heard um somewhere in suffolk county i went to the one at hofstra last week but i'm not really sure where it is in suffolk tonight Okay. So how are those? I feel like I feel like both well, sides are going to show up there. Both yes. of the extreme sides are going to show up. 
Because I the people they did the it, because the people who are so against it are like, I'm going to this, and I'm yeah. I'm fucking stopping this. And the right. people who love it, like a lot, are are, you know, they're saying I'm going to this because I'm opening people's eyes. Yeah. And is it is it like that? Yes. Um. But yeah, it's probably battle royale. No, it's definitely not. No. Uh, you get two and a half minutes to speak your piece, and that's it. Um. But there, yeah. So much pressure. There, there was way more people that were for it than like old against it. Yeah, because you don't have a solid argument if you're against it. You just you have opinion. You're very you emotional. A, yeah. You're when you're against something, that makes no sense. You it's all emotion. And it's funny like, when you, you hear the people legal. that are ah! like that's it. That's yeah. all you have. You're like, excuse me, what was that? Yeah, it, but it, but why? It's just funny when you go to listen to the people that are against it and like the terminology that they use and just the way they talk about it's so old fashioned gateway right? drug. Yeah. I'm like oh god, <laughs> like. I, I got up and drug. I said that sugar was the gateway drug because it's the first Sorry. high anybody ever experiences that sugar high, and that to me is the gateway drug. That is oh, the you, problem. It's true. Yeah. That is our biggest problem. Yeah. Because a lot of people, I mean, it starts in sugar and then slowly just becomes lifestyle, and then after lifestyle, it becomes more injury prone, and then as you accumulate injury, then you search for painkillers, and then it's just this fucking cycle, you know. And uh, I think getting the awareness out is, is super cool, super necessary. And this is fun, to be honest. I like this just because yeah. we know we have an argument here that's for the better of all mankind. And I think, you know, this is one thing I could get behind. Yeah. That I'm um, like... Frank, you've been behind this for so long now. I know. I've been in front of it too. Just like, oh shit, 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 shit. <laughs> I used to judge my friends hard, hard, hard. If they were smoking, I was like, why are you, why are you smoking? Oh, really? I didn't no. know. But I was... I was indoctrinated in this bullshit of course you know course. it's like oh you should not do that don't do dr- dare don't yeah. do drugs guys I'm like okay yeah don't do drugs but alcohol's not a, jar- a drug right it's sold at cvs and sold at you know stop and shop i'm good right this is healthy and you know our perception of what's right and what's wrong is dictated by prohibition and that's horse shit because half the shit that's illegal is what's going to help us you know, right. going down the psychedelic realm and all things like that. I mean, yeah, we have so much work story, to do. But yeah. So, uh, well, I guess we're going to conclude it here. Jay, yeah. I want to thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank um, you guys. Thank honestly, you. as the progression of THC and CBD throughout the years, as, as it progresses, I want to have you back on just oh, to sure. keep talking yeah. about it. Cause this, this was great. I feel like even though this was great, there's so much more we could talk about. I know. It, it's very hard to stay focused on one there's so specific much, right? topic yeah. because you could yeah. go so many different angles. But we're yeah. definitely going to, if, if, if you're cool yeah, with be, it, have you back on here sure. and there. Feel free. And if and anybody wants to follow you, what are your, your outlets? Um, as of now, it's just uh, Instagram, our first time using Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Hemp Smarts, right? Smarts. Well, we yep. follow them. Young Minds mm-hmm. follows them, so yep. you could yeah. find it through there. And um, Facebook is uh, Hemp Smarts. New York. That's it. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we appreciate everything, man. Awesome. Thank, Thank you for you. doing what you're doing. Starting to move in. I'm, I'm literally going to come r- right now. As soon as I upload this, I'm coming to the... I'm not even kidding. We're going to the to your store. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. guys. Awesome. Uh, as Thanks, always, guys. we appreciate your ears. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, feel free to leave us a... Juicy a old five-star review yeah. on Apple Podcasts. Bye. Later, guys. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs>